welcome to In the Lenses. This is our first official show. We're going to hopefully be doing these podcasts a little bit more often and reaching out to our audience members and, uh, you know, just trying to get this buzz going about all the things that we seem to be passionate about, tending to be comics, movies, games, tech, shows, anime, you name it, we're probably into it. Um, I'm your host, Mr. Mr. King 712, and with me is my boy, Tech Boy from Life with Tech Boy. How you doing, brother? I'm good, Mr. Mr. King. What's going on? Can't complain. Nobody listens. <laughs> Thanks. So, True man, words, like, man. it's been a, it's been a terrible year. <laughs> There's to no the other least. adjective that's going to fit in front of that. <laughs> I would have to agree. But if it, I can't front if it wasn't for comics and whatnot. It, it, these are the things that definitely got me through. And uh, amongst other things, like all the things that we talk about, and uh, um, I'm able to kind of like I'm happily happy we get to use this platform to kind of like express that um, that particular passion. Um, with that being said, man, um, I recently got the chance to write an article uh, for the nerdslist.com, and one of the things that happened to come up was. Uh, well, one of the things I wrote about the article, in fact, were uh, in, in in particular related to Daredevil. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember uh, the show. I'm sure everybody has. Uh, the Netflix spoilers. show. Yes, the Netflix show that came out uh, 2014, I believe. Um, if I'm wrong, it might be 2012. But I think it was 2014, right? I think so. Um, I can confirm right now. Yes. I want to see how good my, my knowledge is. I feel like 2014. Uh, so from what I see, April 10th, 2015. So you're off by a year. Yeah. Sheesh. All right. Well, <laughs> with that being said, I've been a big fan of the series, even though I can't tell you when it came out. I've been a, I've been a big fan of Charlie Cox, who was the, uh, the showrunner. Of mm-hmm. the uh, of of Daredevil, he was the guy who played Matthew Murdock slash mm-hmm. Daredevil. It's a good choice. Uh, yeah, he did a great job. Um, I've been really impressed. He did about sixty five percent of his own stunts. The guy was dedicated to the role. Um, one one thing had just recently came out about a couple of days ago was that uh, Disney, who did not have the rights to the character because of the deal that they had originally signed with Netflix. That deal is, uh, as, I, as I'm aware of it right now, is currently completed. They no longer have the rights to the character anymore. I mean, they still reserve the rights to make a, a fourth season, which I'm pretty sure they're not going to. But uh, there was a petition that went out originally back in 2017, 2018. I think it was 2018 when the show canceled uh, called Save Daredevil on petitions.org. And it got a lot of signatures, including signatures from our boy uh, Tom Hiddleston, who played Loki awesome. on the MCU, mm-hmm. saying "Save Daredevil." Um, so, quick question, real quick: Who does the mm-hmm. who does Daredevil go back to? Because Disney owns Marvel, so who who owns the rights to Daredevil? So they own they own the rights to Daredevil as it stands, but they mm-hmm. didn't own the rights to create a show because of the because con- of the contract that they had with uh with netflix got it so netflix netflix uh kind of lost the contract back to disney right so if disney wants to to do a a soft reboot or some sort of reboot of the show Mm -hmm. they can and 
they might even could have access to the characters um but all of this is is all dependent on whether or not um they're going to want to go down that route and hire charlie cox back hire back um John Berthenol, who was the guy who played uh, the Punisher, hired back uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, who played the Kingpin. Like, all of these characters um, from the Netflix-verse, because at one point they were part of the MCU, but then at another point they weren't. I don't know. They're supposed to um, come back. They're supposed to but hopefully have access to these particular characters, and hopefully, if Disney's smart, they'll hire them back and bring them along and bring them into the MCU in some sort of way. Right. Especially with all the talks about like the multiverse. I mean, if if the characters are only licensed out, that means Disney, they're still making money off of it. So I don't know why you wouldn't. You know, like, why why have a character sit on the shelf? Uh, you don't really gain anything from having a character sit on the shelf. But you can, in theory, you can make money off of uh, you can make money off of these characters in many ways. And the, the example I would give is uh, we have the MCU and now we have the Avengers game, but we also have comic books. You know what I'm saying? So like these same, the same core Avengers are all over the place. Toys, you know, animation, cartoons, movies, live action movies, video games. You know, if you have people who are going to take uh, the characters and, build a franchise around them and sorry my dog is nuts and um why why not like i you know what i'm saying like why not take all your characters and license them out uh if it's going to meet your bottom line well two things first Mm -hmm. one is you got to know kevin feige he he's playing the long game right and he he likes to establish characters in certain ways and from what I understand, mm-hmm. uh, he did not get along with, um, I believe the man's name is Jeffrey Loeb. The, he the was, yes, um, he was okay. the from, from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Loeb was not just the director. He was also the kind of like the catalyst for all of the Netflix verse shows, which was Daredevil, The Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and The Defenders. Um <clears throat> All of which I liked, um, except, well, I, I'm not even say except, I like Iron Fist the least, but I did like Iron Fist. Yes, I did like Finn Jones as Danny Rand. Y'all can kill me now. <laughs> um, that being said, um, the other side of it is they still want to be careful. And I feel like, I hope Feige's a better man than this. And I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, he's doing a look up to a lot. But I think Feige might be playing the whole, I don't want, anything to do with the Netflix verse or our characters be associated with anything coming out of the Netflix verse and they might end up moving on past um Charlie Cox and, and the crew which would be I think a tremendous loss because they they've done an, a, like an exemplary job bringing these characters to screen and like I feel like Charlie Cox's like performance as Daredevil alone is like a big starking shiny middle finger to Affleck and his when he did it and <laughs> sorry, I just was not impressed. Affleck, I liked I liked the chick that they got. Who was that? Jennifer Gardner, I think that was who played uh, Electra in that movie. I I believe so. Um, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. I can't. Uh... Yeah, I'm not gonna go crazy finding like looking it up. All I'm saying is the woman who played uh, 
the Electra and that was amazing. But also the woman who played Electra in the show was pretty damn good too. Mm-hmm. But that's that's neither here nor there. I just hope that Marvel decides and and, and Feige because the choice ultimately comes down to him and how he's going to integrate the character is that they give Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio and all the others um, another shot at the, at the role. And this is the um this is the only one of those circumstances because you and I have conversations about this privately all the time that I would personally accept uh, as it were uh, recasting. Because I don't necessarily agree with uh, recasting all the time, but um, this is not one of those cases. But the one time I would actually say that I would agree with uh, recasting uh, is the current dilemma that we currently are facing with Black Panther and uh, Chadwick Boseman. Love that guy. Love that guy to death, obviously. Um, And I believe that if there was ever a reason to recast a character, cancer and sudden death would be it and we're in a predicament where there have been rumors circulating coming out of disney or coming out of lord knows where maybe emergency awesome we don't we don't really know you know or 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 watch mojo we don't we don't trust those like completely trust those sources but it's worth to know that you know broken clocks are right twice a day um with that being said, uh, the rumor is either Shuri's going to take up the mantle and they're going to have an on, uh, off-screen death for Black Panther, or um, M'Baku might end up taking up the mantle. And I guess my issues with that is I just feel like T'Challa has a lot more story to tell. And as much as I love Chadwick Boseman, I don't believe that the character should be buried with him. I'm on the fence um, because I feel like just out of... It can go either way out of respect you recast or out of respect you don't recast, right? It's it's not like a black and white thing. Um, and because every character, there's a lot you can get out of every character. You know, it's not just them. It's not just him. Um, so it it's it's tough. And I feel like they have they still have access to so many other characters. Right. You know, like like we we lost we 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 genuinely lost a hero right like he was a person that kids really looked up to like i mean adults adults all the same but you know kids really looked up to them up to him excuse me especially you know african-american kids you know like we finally have a superhero who's on the main screen you know it's not like some side character it's not some sidekick he's he's like the main person and he was like maybe i i saw something i can't remember they did like a poll and i think he was like the number one favorite character in the mcu so we lost something huge so if the character if the actor that they pick can't live up to chadwick there's going to be a huge problem there so there's a lot of there's a lot of little nuances uh in it but i'll say that they Disney and uh, Marvel. I'm sorry. Well, Disney owns Marvel, so both of them. They have a ton of um, black characters that they can also choose from. So you know, we can possibly bring someone else to light who didn't get as much love. You know, so it, it's it's in the air. Like whatever they decide, I'm going to see the movie <laughs> personally because the last one was amazing. Um, if it's mm-hmm. going to have the same cast, the same directors, the same everything, just without Chadwick, I'm still going to see it. Um, but it'd be nice to just see them go in another 
direction, I guess. I'm nervous, and I I appreciate your your uh, your loyalty, and I'm going to be loyal because I really love the entire cast of the Black Panther, mm-hmm. and I really really got a lot of love and respect for what Ryan Coogler was able to do. Mm-hmm. Again, yep. Ryan Coogler really it was it was a it was a it was a collaborative effort on everybody's mm-hmm. part over there at Marvel that put that movie together, and it was a great movie, and I loved it. And I agree with you in the sense that if all these people are coming back and reprising the rules, then they deserve my money because I was thoroughly entertained with that movie. Same. That being said, with the world that they built and mm-hmm. how well they, they craft and write their stories, and I mean, they do an excellent job at Marvel, especially with the the entire Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I struggle a little bit with it only because because there wasn't enough done to build up those ancillary characters that weren't black, like T'Challa. Uh, there wasn't enough uh, allusion, alluding to greater things for Shuri, or that we would see M'Baku go down a path of actually becoming the Black Panther and not um, the uh, the um, the man ape, even though it's technically racist to to be the man ape. That's why they. <laughs> You right. want to see a black man dressed as an ape once twenty? <laughs> yeah, fact. but yeah. But that being said, um, you know that's and 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 not for nothing. I think people don't take into consideration the type of man Chadwick was. Chadwick mm-hmm. was about us. He was about black people. He was for black right. people. And I don't think he would want to see his role, uh, uh. How, as it were, like just like I don't think he would want the role to die with him. I think he would rather see another black actor getting put to work and mm-hmm. having an opportunity to kind of like making that character his own. And I feel like the only way people can really, truly, and honestly learn to accept it is that the fact that we have to get on board the fact that he did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for him, we would not have seen Black Panther come to light in such a way, and that we owe him so much for that. And that yeah. we can continue to honor his legacy and honor his um, likeness by making sure his likeness mm-hmm. is like continually shown and stuff. But true, there ha- we have to make space. There has to be space for somebody to take up like the role and not not just the mantle, but the role of Black Panther and allow to be able to make it their own and see what they can bring. So he may never the person who replaces Chadwick Boseman will never be Chadwick Boseman, will never be that version of T'Challa again. We'll never see that version of T'Challa again, which is all the more important reason that they they do move on with another actor so that person can make it their own and everybody can rally around that character or rather that particular character as their own version of Black Panther. Right. As as defined as it was, I don't want it to be the only version of T'Challa we we end up getting to see this decade because of um because we're so uh used to to Bozeman in the role. But another and, thing to I think mean, about, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, go on. Another thing to think about too is how long was the contract? You know, like was he slated for one movie or two? So if he was, for example, if he was only slated for one more movie and then they're they're gonna shoot right into phase two or three? I don't remember what phase that we're going. Like into, five, so. I think. I think we're going to phase five. Or something like that. So, so, you know, if it was just one movie left in the contract, does it make sense to cast another actor? Why not give him? If you're going to give him some kind of a send off anyway, would it make sense to just give him the send off? 
I believe there might have been three. I believe okay, there might have well, been two more Black Panthers and another Avengers level uh, situation. And plus, with the MCU now getting rights to the X Men, Lord knows what that would have meant for the character storyline, what that yeah. would have meant for the Illuminati storyline between, you know, Charles Xavier, Black Panther, Tony Stark, well, whoever they replaced Tony Stark with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, you know, those, those are just my those are just my particular thoughts. And like you said, again, man, like you're ultimately in the right as far as like uh, support for, you know, what I'm saying for black for black productions like the Black mm-hmm. Panther and and, mm-hmm. and for order for them to continue to happen. We still have their social support regardless of how they decide to move in that direction. But True. personally, if we're talking about it, I'd still be a little disappointed if they never cast T'Challa and start telling some stories about how he wasn't that great of a husband to Storm. That's just me. <laughs> That's just me. It's just me. Oh, so, man. Jamal, that you heard anything about Kate Bishop and her show? Because I heard that they just um, showed a couple of... No, the, the actress revealed cryptically on Instagram that, she, that the show has started moving forward and they started shooting. I didn't know she was getting a show. Kate Bishop is getting a show on Disney Plus, um, oh, and I believe that uh, the guy who played Clint Barton, um, what was his name? In the movies or in the in, in the, the um, movies. um, wow, I'm horrible with names today. I know his Me name. too, bro. It's... I know his name. That's the thing. I know it. Um, what is his name in the <laughs> in the MCU? Clint Barton. Okay. Uh, okay. Jeremy Renner. There you go. Jeremy Renner is supposed to be uh, on the show as her um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. So um, that's moving forward. Like, I don't know how. So there's been some stuff. So let's 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 start at the top. That was released earlier today, not even earlier today, a little bit like maybe an hour or two ago. I heard about the information from Kate Bishop, her show. Um, like starting shooting. I knew about it for a few months that they were going to do the show and it was going to be on Disney Plus as well as the Miss Marvel show. And mm-hmm. I believe the um the uh the what's it called? Um Moon Knight. Um but uh uh it just seems like uh, it almost coincides a little bit with the Avengers game releasing the Kate Bishop stuff December eighth. And I think that everything that they're doing with the Avengers game is more of a buildup for this young Avengers team that eventually will be the the new face of the Avengers uh, as the older heroes start to age out and their contracts expire. True. I mean, it, to to introduce uh, Kate Bishop wouldn't even be a bad idea uh, to introduce her to the MCU because, like you said, uh, we we need some new faces in the MCU. Like a lot of the characters, um, a lot of the actors are getting older. A lot of the contracts are ending and we don't know which, which um, characters are going to take off or not, but with them adding her to the game, I felt like, I felt like there was something behind them adding her first to the game. I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't, it was something more to it. Cause she's just like such a random character to add to the game first. When you have Spider-Man, when you have Black Panther, when you have Ant-Man, um, you know, you have all these characters, She-Hawk, you know, you have all these characters that people actually know, but then you add this specific character where mostly comic books know her. 
Um, so I always felt there was something there. But to see, like I'm looking at it now, um, and I'll, I'll make sure I put them in, uh, the pictures in. But looking at it, we needed something. I think I think they are onto something because we need some new shows, and the shows, in my opinion, should be connected to the to the MCU. But they should have different characters. And I think to start introducing people this way, now you have a character that is not just going to show up for, you know, this big fight scene. You have characters that you're already developing in the same universe, just on a different platform. So, and you can now take these characters and now you can put them in a movie and then you can tell them to go home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you could just bring them in for their cameo. People are like, oh, yeah, she was in the show. It's not like, oh, wait, who is that? And you don't have to build a movie around them. You don't have to put them in six other movies first. You know, it's just they already have their thing. And I, I think that'd be amazing. And the same goes for um, the Netflix versions of the MCU. Now, if you were to bring them in as well, and if you're to create all of their shows and put it on Disney+, Plus, you know, now you can have Luke Cage in the movie. You know, you already have villains that you can now bring in. You don't have to recast. You know, like you save yourself a lot of time and a lot of money in doing it this way. So it, it seems like it's a good idea. Like at first, like this is new to me. Like I saw you guys posted about it earlier, but I was like parent-teacher conferences and it was just a busy day, so I didn't have a chance to like read it. But um, now that I'm hearing it, like you know, she she's gonna be in the game. So I'm assuming the show's gonna be out 2021. It'll probably be mid 2021 because that's when all the movies and shows seem to be coming out next year for Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, from there mm -hmm. on, um, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. If it's gonna be like, we already see uh, Jeremy Renner's in it. So if it's gonna have a lot of the same cast and they just build around her, that that's, that would be interesting. I think it'd be it'd be good to see. And they're not gonna be having. But. You know what I mean? They're gonna be there's gonna be some characters that we have seen from Agents of Shield as mm -hmm. well as the MCU itself. Awesome. They're gonna be making either cameos or 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 showing up for a couple of episodes and, and whatnot. The show's supposed to be crossing over a few times with uh, Miss Marvel, uh, or I, I I mean like I'm assuming the show's gonna uh, cross over Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know how much uh, crossover there is uh, for um, Moon Knight because. Uh, it's just weird. By the way, Moon Knight is being played by um, Poe, the guy who played uh, Poe Dameron. I heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm pretty That's excited awesome. about that. I like I like that guy. Um, I also liked his. I, I, I also remember his name though. I never I never remember artist's name when, when the when the camera's on and, and, and we need to be intelligent. Um, I know right. <laughs> Never remember these dudes. Like, yeah, you you want to talk about video game stuff? You don't know these artists' name? Um, what was That's his funny. name? But he's also doing the voice of Spider Man twenty ninety nine in Spider Man into the Spider into the yeah into the Spider Verse two. Um, yeah, which I'm I heard about that. I'm interested to see that as well. I I can't wait to see how they develop it. And that's another thing I think um they did right because from my knowledge this one is supposed to tie into the MCU. Mm -hmm. So to have this come tie into the MCU now is it's amazing. I think, you know, and even if it doesn't like that was such a well-produced animated movie, like across the board, like the music was I've phenomenal. Not seen, that's probably my favorite animated movie 
of uh, like in the last 10 years. That might be my movie of the decade, but go on. Yeah, I I'm up there with you. I think as far as animation animated movies go, DC has that on lock. But um the way they handled this was I think perfect. Um for me personally, I wouldn't change anything. I'm sure you can go and be a perfectionist and change this or whatever, you, you know, whatever. But there's so many nuances that if you go back and watch it, I guarantee no many time no matter how many times you've seen the movie, you're not gonna catch everything. There's so much in there that they added and like I saw um a video with I think it was the direct either the director or the producer, I can't recall. Um mm-hmm. but he was basically saying, you know, there's so much in there. There's so much that we added from many different comic books. There's so much that we added from even the the movies that you're you would spend a long time trying to find everything so you know when things like that a real comic book lover to find i think that's amazing and then like so they have you know the characters were great the voice actors were like on point uh the the fact that it was like ethnic and you know it it had like it, it it was like another black character, but it just felt like another character. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like, a, okay, here's another black movie. It's like a, here's another movie with a, a black actor, well, an animated person, but you know what I'm saying? Another a black character, and it, it feels Hollywood, you know, because it is Hollywood. It's not like just some some crap that was thrown together, you know. And I, I hope I sound like I'm making sense. It's just like the fact no, that you, they you thought, want it. The fact that they. Thought about it so much to put so much information into it, uh, I think is phenomenal. And I love the fact that they're really pushing Miles Morales. He has the game into the Spider Verse, all the comic books. Uh, I heard something about he's supposed to make an appearance in the MCU. I, I don't want to like. He was throw casted, that out there. or they're, they're casting him for, right. the, for the third. So I'm just saying, like. And and it seems like what they're doing too is um and I guess this is mainly for the comic book nerds in in his universe Miles Morales Spider Man dies as he does in uh, Into the Spider Verse and then he comes over into you know this universe so I don't know how they're gonna do that it seems like in the game they didn't kill off Spider Man not yet so, <laughs> and, and if at all they may not do it at all. Um, but in the comic books, I don't think there's ever two Spider-Mans at one time. I think I, no, there was there was one. There was one that I can think of where there was two at one time, but Peter Parker died off really quickly. So there's a few um, titles. So the Ultimate Universal. Let's just go into it, and then we're gonna move on. Ultimate Universe created was created to have like a realism kind of like a version of, of of characters that already existed including the avengers including the x-men and including spider-man um in this particular universe um peter parker ends up having to fight like some of his like worst villains uh and like a verse version of the sinister six ends up defeating them all in front of his house and dying um in this universe also uh, the prowler aaron davis mm-hmm. um happens to be doing some burglary of Oscorp uh, at the beginning of uh, this particular run of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He takes, uh, he gets home and he visits, before he goes home after that particular run, he stops by and visits his uh, nephew. His mm-hmm. nephew is uh, Miles Morales. 
and right. that's where he gets bit by the spider. Now, um, sp- this is this is about three days, four days before uh, Peter Parker was killed. Um, the night that he was bit by the spider, uh, Miles Morales had a, like a horrible premonition of Peter Parker dying, mm-hmm. and sure enough, three days later, uh, and so um, he took up the mantle. Um, eventually, the Ultimate Universe came to a horrible conclusion, yeah. uh, and they ended, and the, and the universe ended up imploding. And Miles Morales and a few uh, other characters were brought from that universe into the main Six One Six comic universe. Mm-hmm. So there's a Miles Morales in that universe. There's a version of uh, Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, who's actually mm-hmm. a clone of Peter Parker. She too was brought into the main six one six universe as right. not re- the Jessica Drew that we all know with the like you know, the, the the mystical powers and stuff like that as mm-hmm. Spider Woman, but uh, just a direct clone of Peter Parker. This happens to be a woman, right? Um, but yeah, so there's multiple Spider people, and especially in like uh like some 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 uh recap storylines and stuff like that where mm-hmm. they uh readdress the whole cloning saga that people hated back in the nineties, right? Now. With the game, I believe with the game, they're they're just um I think that they might go a completely different route where they're telling a story where Peter Parker has an opportunity to to play mentor to a young person uh who has the same powers as him uh, and he wants to be the the mentor type person that he needed mm-hmm. and I think that that is awesome and it works out so perfectly because Miles lost his father, Peter right. lost his uncle, mm-hmm. um. Peter's just like a like he's older than him by like ten years. So like Peter lost that. everybody. Peter, Peter lost, lost ev- he lost everybody. Mm-hmm. And Aunt May, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he wants to do right by that kid, but also at the same time he wants him to be a better version of Spider Man than he ever could be. Right. And I like that. You train. It's kind of like harkens back, and that's why I used the the Star Wars reference when we first uh, made that reference uh, about K Bishop. But um, Yoda had said in the Last Jedi, he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we are what they grow beyond. And that that line spoke to me on so many levels. And I mm-hmm. I like how they address it or how that's shown through Peter's work, especially because they, they, you know, in more ways than one, Miles Morales is a little bit more like, you know, uh, of a, a better Spider-Man than Peter was, including with the cloaking ability and the and the electrical discharge, the venom strike. All of that is 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 on point. He's a little bit better. Um, So I don't, I don't know if I would say good. better. I would say more unique, um, because just just for I mean, if you if you want to be technical, I feel like of the the way that he they wrote the character fits better for Spider Man because Venom and cloaking and all that stuff, spiders, whatever. But I still I I don't know I like I I prefer Miles as well, but I would I wouldn't say better. I would just say different, <laughs> just for argument's sake. I'm cool, with the smoke. I'm, I'm cool with the smoke, folk. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I feel like Miles Morales is a better Spider-Man than Peter Parker, but I respect the prototype. <laughs> I respect how Miles, I respect that Peter had to crawl so Miles could swing. Um, <laughs> Fair. With Fair. that being said, um, I want to briefly go into a little bit of GTA stuff, and I wanted to ask you about your new iPhone. But uh, yeah, so GTA, Cayo de Pri- uh, Cayo Perico, I think. Man, there's so much, there's so much uh, non-information out right now that's just driving <laughs> me insane, right? Like, it, 
the the introduction video is amazing. The rock star is known for like like even their trailers are nothing but teasers. That's all it is. It's a huge teaser. Because you don't know if it's gonna be free roam. You don't know if it's just gonna be a mission. You don't know if you don't know anything about it. You just know that you're gonna get some some new stuff. We don't know how much it's gonna cost. We know we're gonna get a new heist. We don't know how much it's gonna cost. You know, we don't know anything. We just know that you can do the heist by yourself and you're good. You're getting a whole bunch of free stuff. That's all you know. The fact that they're doing it, though, that's top notch. Like, we've been waiting for a real update for a while. The casino heist, everyone has their opinions on it. I personally don't mind it, but I don't run the heist. It's a waste of time for me. I can build my businesses uh, and make more money doing that than in the heist, um, personally. So, like, if, if me and one other person... If we build up our businesses together and then sell both of our businesses, we've made more money than the heist in probably a shorter yeah. amount of time. Um, maybe maybe a shorter amount of time. So it's like I, I don't know, like like where they're going. Like I'm hoping, like a lot of people are saying, uh, we don't need a free roam. Someone brought up a good point. You know, um, in GTA Five where the game started. Uh, the snow yes. place. I can't remember the name. Someone was Yanktown, saying, why don't we get that? Or Yanktown? Yes, Yanktown. Why don't we get that map? Why do we have to go to this map that was introduced in um, Red Dead? Why not do something that we have? Because Rockstar so is known for creating stuff out. that's... What, what's that? I didn't know that, see, Tech Boy. See, I didn't know that um, we had... Uh, that, 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 that was based on that map. I thought it was mm-hmm. just a regular map. I found that out last night when we were talking... Uh, in conversation mm-hmm. and uh, you're right that person in the Facebook group did bring up a good point do you remember what he said yeah he he said he's not excited for it um but he why bring in this new map when we have uh Yanktown that's unexplored why can't we travel there why isn't that free roam why don't we have businesses there and it's a really really great point like it's pretty valid they're they're so focused on these weekly updates, which is cool, you know, double money hair, you know, this this free whatever or whatever. But like realistically, that's not what the community wanted. You know, the community wants some something of substance. The game has been out since twenty, I think, online since twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had maybe two or three updates. And nothing like you know we got that the uh the MC businesses there was an update to the CEO there was the casino heist and I think those are like the biggest three updates, um and that's great, but it gets stale fast you know like Thanks. you jump onto a game you're not playing a game five years with no updates you know what I'm saying like it, so I just feel like and I'm not I know it takes time to program all of this. And we all know the Rockstar servers aren't, you know, <laughs> like anybody else's servers. But, you know, they put off GTA 6 for so long. You know, they put out Red Dead 2, which was great. Um, it was a good game. They put that out. They put out GTA 6. 
and you know we finally found out that we're getting GTA 6 2020 2022 but that made me be pushed back because of corona so it's like this update it has to be something that's going to keep people here and if it's just like some mission and some stuff i i don't think the retention rate's going to be great cuz even like when we played we fell off too like we <laughs> we fell off hard we went from playing Thanks. every day uh, to uh, we just started playing again because of the update, and before that, maybe once every couple of weeks, maybe. So yeah, we fell off considerably. Yeah, and a lot of people did. And know like Kev, he goes on there to get the double money to check his businesses, and then he gets off. So it's like they they need to they need to come with some heat. Um, and there are a lot of games that are the same way where they've had their versions for a while and they need to bring some heat. So like the division, for example, the division came out with a new update and people, and then destiny two came out with another update. I I thought destiny two was dead, <laughs> but no, it's, it's on and rocking. And I'm, I was looking at it and I'm like, wow, this is, this is awesome. So I went and downloaded it, but I never turned it on. I was just, I was amazed at that. Uh, and there's so many games. Oh, no, I thought you were gonna say something. There's so many games that um, have these amazing updates uh, coming out. And the fact that they care enough to do these updates, because they don't have to, they can just maintain the servers and say, play the game. You know, we made it already. You you got what you paid for, because um, most of the updates are free. So it's it's a uh, you know it's a it's a coin toss to see what's if if this update's going to be good or not, or even, I, I won't say worth it, because you're not paying for anything. Nothing's coming out of pocket. So, to start, it's worth it. Period. You're not paying for it. You already bought the game. It's worth it. Will it be worth it to play beyond one time, though? Will it be worth it to keep keep the game going? That's I feel like that's where the question lies. Um, I, th- I think I agree, and I think that... Um... For me, I just remember going to that island when uh, it was called, I think it was called Guarma or something. Mm-hmm. Guarma. Whatever. In, in Red, yeah, in Red Dead Redemption 2. And I just thought to myself, you know, it's just not it's not exactly a big island. So when people say free room, I'm like, I mean, we talk about this game being a sandbox. It doesn't get more sandboxish than that. Uh, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, I just... It, I agree in a lot of ways. Like we got to be mindful that this game is going to be coming out and that, you know, Rockstar could have just left us hanging and we could have mm-hmm. just been, you know, in some sort of whatever. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I also feel like I don't like being fed breadcrumbs to kind of tide me like, or, or sub like, you know, subsist well on breadcrumbs until final, until uh final fantasy six, until uh, the, the next game drops. And that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I believe that I'm going to let it let it let it be because we do know that 2022, you know, COVID permitting, the game will be coming out. Um, and uh, as uh, as uh, as we get closer to. I want to say 2022, it, there might be a little bit more uh, alluding to what is going to be what's going to like be like featured in, in GTA 6 mm-hmm. and what players can expect um and I'm and I'm kind of I'm kind of psyched about it but I'm also kind of wary cuz like Rockstar has a 
is is good at what they do, but they also know how the system works. And mm-hmm. if Rockstar don't do anything better than make video games, it's make money. And Facts. I'm worried that they I'm worried they found the system. I worry they found the code that's gonna keep just enough monks coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> just enough people online to um keep them baiting in to keep that money coming. And you know, but not enough effort to kind of like really and make um any drastic or major improvements on on gameplay quality of life yeah i'd have to agree i um i think that they are trying to work for the community but either way they're going to make money like this isn't it's not a bad game right there's nothing that's like it in my opinion this is opinion based gta 5 for the time and even to now is not a bad game. Could it be better? I can give you millions of ways that this game can be better. And we spoke about a few of them. You know, guest parking, <laughs> guest parking. Like, <laughs> like I know I, I said. Don't have that to worry about my car being destroyed while I have to go visit you at your um apartment. <laughs> Facts. And then like the ability to use each other's vehicles, the ability to, you know, use each other's um. Avengers or mobile operation centers or to call your own even if you're in whatever because it'll get here faster than calling a car whatever the case is you know there's millions of things they can do to make the game better um, but it's not a bad game so and they know that so they kind of have us at a point where it's like we we know our game is good <laughs> like we know it so I hope it's not like a power trip where it's like they well you're going to play it anyway you're going to buy this boy you're going to buy that We'll keep coming back. And they're going to stay on the block pumping us with just enough junk to keep coming back. Yeah. I mean, well, and if... I'm just if, playing Rockstar. We love you. Hell yeah, we do. But um, that's... Once, once again, that's... uh, I feel like the updates still aren't horrible. You know, they're, they're good updates. Um... And what I would compare it to, like, all in all, is the Avengers, and not in a good way. Because, like, with Rockstar, we're getting things, and it's good for the time. Um, but even before we got that, the game, was were, the game was okay. You know, it was, like, whatever. But then, like, Avengers, we were all hyped for it. And now, even in a shorter amount of time than GTA, we everybody in our friends group fell off of Avengers. Anytime I sign into the PS5, I see Grand Theft Auto, I see Red Dead, I see Final Fantasy, I see Miles Morales. I never see Avengers, and I have like five or six hundred friends. I never see Avengers. Um, Avengers dropped, I think, I heard on PC, their um, online uh, activity dropped 90%. No surprise. Um, they didn't like the make their ready. money back. Their game, was, their I game agree. wasn't ready. Like I, I thought it was gonna be a lot, a lot more free roam. Like I'm, I like the fact that the maps are big. That's awesome. I thought it was gonna be a lot more free roam, and I just thought it was gonna be a better game. Like I don't know what better looks like, but I feel like if you were to grab a box of matches, put a black mark on one of them, and drop them to the ground, you would have a better game than Avengers. Oh wow! I liked what they first came out with. I enjoyed the gameplay. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the storyline, and I really like Miss Marvel. I think she's going to be cool. 
I'm hyped that they're doing all this stuff. Again, Marvel is building up for their young Avengers, y'all. I'm telling you, mark my words. Kamala Khan, you have Kate Bishop, you have Miles Morales. Like, we're going to keep seeing more and more. And I don't know if you guys knew, but for a little while, when Miles Morales first came to the 616 uh, mm-hmm. in the comic, he was on a team with young Cyclops, uh, Miss Marvel, and a couple of other characters. And they were called the, young uh, X-Men, right? the Champions. Nice. It wasn't just Cyclops. It was a few of them, wasn't it? From the X Men. It was a. It was. I, I don't remember the other person, but there was a few of them. But they were mm-hmm. called the. They were called the champions, mm-hmm. um, for a little while. And I, I. It was a shot because it was. You were right. It was young Cyclops because this particular group of X Men got brought to the future by Beast right. to help deal with the current Cyclops, who at the time had just killed Professor X after the Avengers vs. Phoenix. Uh, I mean, Avengers vs. Uh, X Men situation when the Phoenix first. Phoenix Force came back and was uh, looking to possess the the uh, the body of uh, Hope Summers. Mm-hmm. Um, with that all being said, I just felt like, and this is, I think this might be a square a Square Enix issue, and I don't know if we get to talk about it a lot. Square Enix seems to care more about their the Kingdom Hearts games and their Final Fantasy games than less about the titles that they are hired to work on by other like companies and stuff like any title that doesn't have a final fantasy in front of it or 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 any other um corresponding title that might go with square including the dragon quest uh uh series now because because of enix or enix um it just it looks bad it looks mm-hmm. real bad uh just to see that that, that they don't have kick to take that much amount of care now i brought right. that up to, to to really bring up a, another point uh crystal dynamics Mm-hmm. Is the company is the is the main company that worked on, on that uh, on it? the Avengers. Mm-hmm. It is, and I don't know if you remember when Final Fantasy VII remake was going was under was was still getting uh, made. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crystal Dynamics was in was the lead on uh, was one of the lead uh, groups of uh, that was working with the programming team to get that done until mm-hmm. they weren't, and they were pulled right. off that project. Um, and then and then they pulled out the Avengers. Now. Is this a uh, reflection of the way Crystal Dynamics puts their games together? Is this a reflection of Squaresoft, uh, or Square Soft, uh, Square Enix's uh, mm-hmm. inability to 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 supply and 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 provide uh, enough guidance, supervision, and support for um, the companies that they hire to work on their titles or the titles that you know what I'm saying that they're they're tasked to do. Mm-hmm. Or is it a combination of the two? Um, is it Crystal Dynamics reacting to being taken off the Final Fantasy VII project? There's so many questions I got. I hear that. I can't. I can't answer any of them. Not one. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, can't, I have no just answers things, for you. Yeah, just things that are on my mind as I see how bad the game is doing right now. And mm-hmm. then uh, we see that Kate Bishop is coming out. And please, please, say what you will. I, I don't hate the character. I don't hate Hawkeye. I don't hate any of the Hawkeyes. I mm-hmm. just if I was in the middle of an intergalactic war with creatures from all over the all over the galaxy and universe who have the ability to harness powers that I've never seen the likes of before, I would want to go into battle with a little bit more of this bow and arrows. Anyway. I can't argue. I'm a fan <laughs> of bow and arrows, but I can't argue with your point at all. <laughs> Because even like we we haven't seen um what's his face Nova like we haven't even seen Nova and that that actually had me really frustrated I was really frustrated we saw the core why haven't we seen Nova yet 
that that I'm I'm sorry, I don't want to go off on a little tangent, but it's like, why not? <laughs> Where is Nova? We saw the core. The core is destroyed. Give me Nova. So we lost Chadwick before the Avengers mm-hmm. dropped. And I made this, and this was the main point I made in an article that I wrote about the Avengers. I, literally, the current quote was called like the Avengers, what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, when they knew that Chadwick Boseman, uh, Chadwick Boseman was gone, uh, mm-hmm. they had an opportunity to rush and do whatever they needed to do to make to to get the Black Panther character available. The fact that Chadwick Boseman had passed away and we didn't have a Black Panther character playable in the Avengers title immediately at launch, I felt like was a was the worst thing that they could have done. And you know, well, I'll, let me say this real quick because he he passed um, really really soon uh, to the to the coming out of the game, maybe three weeks. And for how the characters are developed, um, and we we see like Kate Bishop has a full story. I don't think they had enough time to do that. Like at this point now, we know we get we're getting both Hawkeyes. Now, if they start if they started working on it then. You know, the update after Hawk, the second Hawkeye should be, uh, or even after Spider-Man, because, you know, they, they might have an order to things. Then it should be Black Panther. Because it's, it's, it's you know, they still have to go and program him into the game. They have to, you know, get all the art. They have to get the voice actor. They have to create a whole new story, whole new levels, whole new, every, you know, everyone's, every character is different. No two characters have the same move, period. So they right. have to go and create whole new character sets, and you know it's a lot that goes into it. So I I understand why we didn't have one. I don't kind of understand why there's no like soft date, not even a hard date, like a soft date, you know, like mid 2021, you know, like something. Um, that that that's just for me. Like, you know, we. You don't have to tell us everything, but give us an update as to who we're going to get. Like, let us get excited. Let us look up the characters. You know, like, Kate Bishop I knew about because I'm a nerd, but who else actually knows about Kate Bishop? Agreed. Agreed completely. Um, There was a few other things we wanted to discuss, but, you know, it looks like we're out of time for right now. I will say the next uh, conversation that we do have, I would love to learn a little bit more about your phone. I wanted to talk a little bit about, well, I'll just go ahead and say it right now. Uh, I wanted to shout out the Mandalorian and uh, just the directors and everybody uh, over there at uh, at Team Mandalorian, uh, including, um, Ahsoka, uh, what's her name, uh, Rosaria Dawson, who mm-hmm. took up the, the lightsabers as Ahsoka Tano and did the damn thing. We we learned a lot uh, about uh, Baby Yoda, who is now known as Grogu. Um, I was super hyped, and I can't wait to see what they do with the character. I hope they do a spinoff show with Rosario Dawson. I hope they do a spinoff movie with Rosario Dawson. I hope I hope all the positive things that could happen with uh, Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka Tano, uh, including hopefully uh, her seeing her link up with Ezra Bridger is yes. something that we get to see. That's all I can say. I'm, I'm just gonna leave it there. Like I'm, I was, Star Wars is doing the damn damn thing. Right now I'm with it. So next, uh, for the next one, we make sure that uh, we lead with that because the Mandalorian is doing really well right now. Um, that's like one of the only shows that I'm actually watching, and I am a hundred percent impressed. 
Um, I, I, I wouldn't change anything in the Mandalorian. I'm like, I'm there. They got me. Uh, it makes me want to go back and watch all the other Star Wars movies and all the Star Wars shows. I'm like, I'm here. You got me back in Star Wars. They did their thing. So uh, that's we definitely got to talk about that. And we got to get Trey on because Trey is a Star Wars head. Oh, my goodness. If we want to talk uh, like uh, timeline and and uh, I forgot the word that he uses. But uh, if we want to talk Star Wars, we got to get Trey. Got you. There's, there's no uh there's no way around it <laughs> so with that being said um i do hope we get to talk a little bit more about uh just this is just a few more of these things including jamal kind of wanted to break I, i'm not a big anime guy but mm-hmm. i'm hoping that you can kind of make me into one and Bro. tell me what i should be looking out for and stuff Bro, like that i you... hope we get a chance to talk a little bit about that kind of stuff um <laughs> and if you're looking to to find us, you can find us both on YouTube. You can find Jamal over at Life with Tech Boy. You can find me and my streams over at Mr. Mr. King 712 on YouTube. Uh, please look out for our boy Trey Jarrett, uh, Retro Jarrett, as he puts out uh, all of his information with year kicks for uh, all the top of the line sneaker reviews. That's Y E E E R K I C K S. Um, and just, yeah, you know, just keep checking us, uh, checking for us and whatnot. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to uh, have these shows. If there's anything that you think that we need to be talking about or, or, or want to want to hear a little bit more about, please reach out to us through the Facebook group for the Nerds List or check out thenerdslist.com and uh, also check out our Patreon. Jamal, is there anything else you want to say to the folks? No, that's it. You you nailed it all. Um, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening and uh, can't wait to get some more information to you guys. All right. No doubt. So... Thanks again for checking us out. This is uh this is our, the first episode of In the Lenses. Y'all have a good night. Take care. Peace. Hey.